again. Welcome. I'm really pleased you could join us for these few moments uh, as we look at the book of James. Uh, I'll try very hard not to overrun this morning. Ten minutes, okay? Really try to do that. As we draw wisdom from this re- very practical, very direct, uh, straight-talking James. We're in chapter five, and we'll pray before we look at a few more verses this morning. Lord, thank you. Your word is is, is, is sharp. It, it can pierce our hearts. It can it can get through the the hardness in our hearts, Lord. It can it it, it can it can really expose things in our hearts and lives that we're not really aware of. Lord, we thank you for that because we want to be more like Jesus. We want to be more like you. We want to have hearts that are open and alert to hear you. So, Lord, please speak to us today. May we not brush it off with the thought, oh, this is speaking about someone else. Please, Lord, speak to us, I pray, in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we're looking at um, things that can get in the way of a, a humble walk with God. As we've said several times, it's, it's, it's the humble who God lifts up. It's the humble who uh, find more grace. It's the humble who are blessed in the Lord. And so therefore, we want, there's some illustrations of where we, could, where we can be robbed and where we, uh, uh, we can uh, lose that position where God's grace and favour rests on us. And riches, uh, this, that's the one we've been looking at, this last one. He looked first of all at the end of chapter 4 at uh, arrogance, the way we speak the put down. And then it was about presumption, just planning our way through each day and and our lives, um, bosses of our own destiny, not not humble enough to, Lord, what do you want for me? And then this last one, the the, the challenge of riches that can that can just uh, really uh, spoil the humble walk with God. Okay, and that I think we'll spend a little bit more time on that this morning, chapter five. Um, but some commentators think he's not speaking at all to people in the church, but to rich sort of um, landowners and so on who are giving the church a hard time. That may be true, um, but I think we we still need to hear some of this. You know, um, I think it does. It has an application for us too. There's something here that can um, touch us. So please don't just write these verses off. You know, by, by saying, I haven't got much money. It, it's not money that's the root of all evil. It's the love of money that's the root of all evil. And a poor person can have a love of money, a covetousness. You don't have to have a lot of money to love it. Okay, do you understand what I'm saying here? You, you, you cannot have too much and cover a lot. And that, that can spoil your heart. Okay, so listen you rich people weeping well, misery coming on you, your wealth has rotted, so on and so forth. Um, you've hoarded wealth. So, um, the, the hoarding, it, 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 speaking about hoarding, and um, uh, I mean, apart from anything else, it's, 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 it's foolish. It's, it's foolish, because he says here, doesn't he, um, that um, it, it, it's, it, 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 it's, it, it's going to disappear, it's going to go. So, hoarding, we, our confidence can quickly be placed on uh, what we've got hoarded for the future and he's going to say in a moment when we get a bit bit further on in this chapter that's that's not how we should be viewing our future okay now uh, by the way 
scripture also tells us that it's right to provide for our families and in some measure for our future. So we need to bear that in mind too. But hoarding, the point he's making is it can take away our hum humble dependence on the on the Lord. Okay. Um, an indulgence, verse 5. You've lived on earth in luxury and self-indulgence. You've fattened yourselves in the day of slaughter. You've condemned and murdered the innocent one who is not opposing you. Um, you can't read that without thinking of the Lord Jesus, can you? And the way that he was, you condemned and murdered the innocent, the innocent one. But, that, but there is also application in, in uh, the way that the poor are being exploited in James's day. So strong words. And as I say, it may, it may predominantly be for folks who are outside of the church, wealthy landowners and so on, who are giving the church a hard time. But there's some warnings for us too about hoarding, our confidence being in, in, in money, um, about self-indulgence rather than heart for others. That heart of humility that God blesses. Okay, so how should we be thinking about the future? Verse 7. Be patient then, brothers and sisters, until the Lord's coming. I love that. Live in light of the future. Be patient, patiently. In other words, you're waiting for something. When you're patient, you've got that sense of, I know what's coming. I know what the future holds. And that's really, really, really important. And that's what, as Christians, we have and we should live by. I hope you've got that. Because I, I, and there's too many Christians who don't have a confidence about the future. Um, there's a book they ought to read. Hope wins. <laughs> it really does. And it's so important that we've got that that heart, that, that mindset, that, that understanding in our, in, our heart, in our head and hearts. Be patient, brothers and sisters, until the Lord's coming. Live in the light of, of, what, the, what, of, of what the Lord is, uh, is going to be doing, what his future is, what his plan for us, what he's going to do one of these days. Okay, so uh, that's, that's a great verse. Be patient until the Lord's coming. Live for the Lord's coming understand that that is what lies ahead for us i often say on a sunday morning well i haven't said it recently maybe i'll just do it again at the end of the meeting church when you walk out of those doors look at the skies and remind yourself one of these days they're going to be filled with the glory of the coming of the lord now if you're not clear on those things you might want to read that little book hope wins because that's why I wrote it, to, to give Christians a strong confidence in these wobbly days. Okay, okay. See how the farmer waits for the land to yield its valuable crop, patiently waiting for the autumn and spring rains. You too, be patient. Don't, don't become agitated and fearful. Be patient. Stand firm. Don't be thrown around. Don't be fearful. Because the Lord's coming is near. Oh, this is great, isn't it? This, I, I, that is just, this is so good. How do you wait patiently? How do you stand firm in 
wobbly, fearful, uncertain days. You do it by knowing that the Lord's coming is near. You do it by understanding what the future is that he has planned and will carry through for his glory and our good. Okay? Be patient then. This is very, you know, in my Bible, every other word in verse, verses seven, to, 7 and 8 are, are highlighted because they're powerful words. Be patient. Please, yes, Lord, make me, make me patient. And brothers and sisters, until the Lord's coming, we're living in the light of the coming of the Lord. Okay, see how the farmer waits, patiently waiting for the autumn and spring rains. Oh yeah, there's refreshing on the way. There's refreshing on the journey. There's, there's autumn and spring rains before the, 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 the great harvest day. There's refreshing for you and me. Let's have some today, Lord. Refresh us today. There's refreshing as we wait. You too, be patient, stand firm, because the Lord's coming is near. Lord, oh, help us. It's so easy for us to live with our, our, our centre of gravity, centre of focus being worldly stuff, planning our futures, hoarding trying to make ourselves comfortable lord we want to live in the light of your coming we want to live with a, a confidence and a peace that stems from the fact that we know that you are in charge that we are yours and that you are coming again lord we want to live like that uh, I, I pray for, lord i do pray that for us that we wouldn't be fearful in these days but expectant and Lord, I pray for refreshing on the journey. As we go into today, Lord, refreshed by your presence with us. Go with us, Lord, I pray. We want to live for your glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hope that was helpful. Have a good day. Be blessed. Bye now.